Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hello, welcome to the Game 4 Recap. That that clip gets me fired up, but like in a negative way right now. because I'm fucking furious right now having watched that clip just yeah. now. I, I, I wasn't in a bad mood. Like, my uncle was here. You know, I said goodbye to my uncle. I can't be in a bad mood about that because I love my uncle. And then I just saw that clip, and I heard a bunch of names of people that didn't do fucking dick in the last four games. All right, like Zabanejad. All right. And people that play like fucking shit today and, and thinking about how they won, they played well, probably in a game that didn't fucking matter because you were probably already up by five fucking points back fucking three months ago. And they didn't do fucking dick tonight. And they didn't do dick on Saturday. And it just fucking put me in a bad mood. Now I remember why I'm here because they fucking lost. Reminder, nice this is a Christian too, podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have a guest today uh, from Third Period Bourbon. How you doing? Uh, I wish we could meet on better circumstances. This shit fucking sucks. <laughs> really. well, tell, so obviously we're here to talk about the Rangers, but I mean, this is the first time we're all we're all meeting you. I know we spoke before. Uh, and you've been talking with TJ, so I guess tell us a little about yourself, a little about your podcast first before we get into the New York Rangers and the misery that we're all in right now. Uh, so I am a New Yorker. Uh, I'm from uh, Orange County, New York, about 45 minutes north of the city. Uh, I am an active duty Marine. I'm stationed down in uh, Kings Bay, Georgia, but I live in Jacksonville, Florida, about a half hour away. Uh, hockey culture absolutely sucks down here. Yeah. Because you. Anyway, uh, let me get back to the, the positives. Well, thank you for your service. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, get that out of the way. Yeah, appreciate it. But. Um, yeah, when I when I so I'm a first generation Rangers fan. Um, my dad used to own a beer store, and he actually got tickets when Yager was the captain. And uh, I was eight years old when when I went to my first Rangers game, and I fell in love and made my whole family Rangers fans. And my dad is actually the one that came up with the podcast name 
because he's been doing that since I was a kid. Every third period for Rangers game, he has a third period bourbon because he thinks oh, that's that great. Tonight it didn't do fucking anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I figured it, it would be a good name. But you know, absolutely, it's really good guys, and it's it just feels absolutely <laughs> amazing to. What do you got? What do you got? Post game scotch. <laughs> that was a swing and a half. Dude. A fucking drink. I think you but, just you just had like three or four fingers worth. That's it. Feels good to be talking to Rangers fans face to face because it's hard. They're hard to come by down here. Yeah, I know. So oh, you're, I can you're, imagine you're, you're living in Jacksonville right now. You said, yeah, yes. So I, I spent a year in Jacksonville before we get back into the Rangers. I lived in Jacksonville for a year. I went to law school down there. Yeah, uh, so I know how it is when it comes to not, like hockey playoffs. Half well, they were down there. It was 2012. Uh, they were going on, and I was like. This sucks. There's like no other Ranger fans around well, by myself. I, I was walking through Fernandina Beach, which is like a town over, uh, last year, and I had a I had a Panarin jersey on, and these two these two girls come up to me and they go, "You got a lot of nerve wearing that jersey around here." I'm like, "Where do you think you are right now?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This isn't the Northeast." I didn't know there was a Marine base down there in Georgia. Are you on I and I or something? Uh, so I'm a uh, security forces up in uh, Kings Bay, Georgia. It's, um, it's you get, so you original, your original MOS is, uh, is infantry. And then you get sent there and then you end up getting sent to an infantry unit. Unfortunately, I'm getting medically separated right now. So it's, Kind of sucks, but you know yeah. it is what it is. And I'm at, I'm thankful that I'm able to do a podcast. I got the time to do that now, so and I'm probably gonna end up staying down here because it's a lot cheaper than New York. But you know, it is what it is, and that's I think that's how we have to take this these Rangers right now because that's all that's all I have to say is it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I get that absolutely. Let's I guess let's jump into this game yeah. for lots. Get right into the misery. So seven to two, the Rangers come out flat. They get this first goal of the game, and then it's just all downhill from there. And all the all the good things we've been throwing at the Rangers, all the love for you know Fox and all the love for Miller. I mean, it just blew up in our face tonight. Everybody came out absolutely flat. There was no fire in the boys. They weren't getting to the puck first. They were not winning the battles against the boards. Again, they suffered against the you know winning face-offs, especially in the offensive zone. They couldn't get the puck yeah, deep in the horrible. offensive zone, and they could barely get the puck out of our own defensive zone. I mean, it, it got to a point where they couldn't even catch a pass or keep a puck on their stick. I mean, we're just flailing little flipper shots towards the net just to kind of get it deep, and it's not even getting to the crease. It's It, it, it was just I, I, the lack of energy is kind of bewildering because that game one energy and the uh, especially the game two energy was amazing. And the one thing that I'm actually – it, it, it kind of hurts to see, and not that you want to see it, but you saw what happened with the Penguins when they got down in game two. They got chippy. Why? Because that shows a little bit of heart, a little bit of nastiness, a little bit of grit, and the Rangers don't even have that in them right now to get nasty, to just get in somebody's face and stir the pot up a little bit and try to hype up uh, you know, game five. They don't even have it. It's almost like they're just done, and I, I do not envy them in that locker room with Gallant because I'm sure somebody's getting hit with a skate or a stick or a puck tonight. I mean, 14 goals in two days uh, says a lot. It's yeah. unbelievable. The way I didn't even realize that until you just said it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm yeah. sort of a stat nerd. 
But you know what? It, and it's and it's listen. It sucks because I want to see the Rangers advance. Obviously, it's not very likely yeah. now going in there. Uh, you know, three games to one. But if you have caught any of the West Coast games, especially the Colorado Avalanche playoff games, they are not even on the same level. If they played against the Colorado Avalanche like they did tonight, they would probably be losing about 17 to zero tonight. It's just insane. The level of skating, the level of puck handling that the Avalanche have. And it's we own the Penguins in the regular season. And now it's just biting us in the ass. And it's They've given up. They've given up. And you know what? I We were talking about this before. I said that you always come off like a pessimistic Ranger fan when you shit on them a little bit. But there are no positives to take from this game other than the kid line. The kid line played their asses off, and that's about it. And they're the most unlikely line to, to produce that because none of them have been in the playoffs. I mean, Mika Zibanejad, the only thing he hit tonight was Kreider in the throat. Congratulations. You, you, you got me to notice that you were in the game. That right there just describes this series so far. Yeah. It's... The only top scorers can hit is our best scorer in the throat. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, it's not great. It's <laughs> not ideal. Not ideal. The thing that really annoys me is that, you know, number one, you got to play against Pittsburgh fans. At at this point, that's what it feels like. We're we're not even playing against the Penguins at this point. This game felt like we were playing against the fans. Yeah, because the fact that they, that the fans were able to get into the into the under our skin that much, which is I I seriously believe that that that's what it was. That that's not what lost us the game. We played like absolute. I oh my god, I don't even know what word to use for it. But you curse, it's okay. You curse. We say fuck, shit, piss, absolutely. whatever. <laughs> Earmuffs. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> say whatever, whatever you got to say. It's okay. But it's oh, like, to give an example, Frank, you don't got to celebrate it. <laughs> it. You know, as Rangers fans, I I honestly think that we are the most superstitious fans in all of sports. I don't know about you guys, but I literally only light my Rangers neon during the game, and I completely shut it off when the game is over. And I'm actually keeping it on because I was like, I need to change the fucking lock. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> I changed my jersey. Change my jersey. <laughs> Are like I'm, I have my Hank jersey on just to feel comfortable. I uh, <laughs> I asked them the other day. Uh, we, we, I was watching the game. I turned it. I, I walked away for whatever reason, and they scored. And I immediately texted them like, "Shit, should I turn it off?" <laughs> yeah, and I I even, like my girlfriend's still getting used to it because she's like. Like her family likes sports or whatever, and they like they they like different sports than I do. They're baseball fans, but I don't know if they're as superstitious as I am because I was getting ready to text her because she's at work right now. If they win tonight, you are not coming home for any of the other games. <laughs> you will not be here for any of the games. And don't get into baseball superstitions <laughs> today because uh, we've put a bounty on Michael Cole's on Michael K's head. <laughs> We did it actually, allegedly, Dick. I'm just saying because he said no hitter like 16 million times today during a no hitter, and cost Nestor Cortez a no hitter. Yeah, he did. Pinky motherfucker. Listen, I hate dude. I I game one, I ran out of beer like a quarter of the way. Like my, I, I emptied my beer a quarter of the way through the first o- overtime, and I'm like, you know what? Everything's going good right now. I'm not cracking a beer. I don't want to jinx it. I'm just fucking leaving that empty sitting there. And for three overtime 
periods, I sat there sober at that point because it was just so damn long. It was over, and I and to not get the win after that, I was like, motherfucker. Game two, I almost pissed my pants. <laughs> Would have been really I, awkward. The worst part is I got to go into work, and <laughs> Buffalo fan that I work with, who number one said the Rangers season was a fluke, and I said to him, I was like, what does that even mean? Because we're in the playoffs and your team's not. How do you fluke like, 80, over 82 games? I don't mean to sound uneducated there, but like that that's what it comes down to. It's not a fluke. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I never said we were going to win the Stanley Cup. And I'm not saying we're not going to win the Stanley Cup because I would never say something like that. Because my dad always taught me it's not over until it's over. But true, the types of fans that I got to deal with, because being in the military, you got to deal with fans from all over the country. Right. And especially deal with the fans that only watch their team during the playoffs. And it is the worst thing ever. And there is just, like, when you lose like this two nights in a row and you give up 14 goals in two games, that's all you're thinking of is, like, what am I going to say to these people tomorrow? Yeah. Well, yeah. well you got to be full appreciative that at least it's not football where everybody in the military is a fucking Cowboys fan because they got stationed in Texas at some point. Well, maybe not for you. You're in the core, so you don't have too many people stationed in Texas that automatically become Cowboys fans. But in the uh, Army, everybody's a Cowboys fan magically. My my best friend in the Marine Corps is a Cowboys fan, but guys, starting this year, he is a diehard Rangers fan, and you will be happy to know he cracked his phone screen tonight because he was so mad. He loves <laughs> hockey. I don't know if you've seen the girl that sits behind the bench at Dallas Stars games, but he might want to be a Stars fan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he, he tried to be, but he said he was like, I always end up watching the Rangers, and, and I was like. Hold on a second. And I went I went in my room. I grabbed him just some random Rangers hat I had. I was like, handed it to him like a like a token of like pride. And I was like, yeah. here. Dude, just yeah. pass it. One, one of us. One of us. His face <laughs> and I was showing him all these like playoff hype videos and he was like, Yep, I'm a Rangers fan. And as soon as I showed him the 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 Mika game where he scored five goals, he became a Rangers fan. And I somehow knew I was signing him up for heartbreak. Yeah, it's just a Ranger fanhood. But I want to talk about positives, though. Because the last time the Rangers trailed Pittsburgh Penguins 3-1, they went to the Stanley Cup final. So let's get some positivity. It's I was in. Before. It's never over until it's over. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> no. No. The tank dead. Crosby dead. I uh, The last time the Rangers were in the Stanley Cup final, I was in Fort Gordon, Georgia. And I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings, and there are some hot soccer hooligans behind me. And for whatever reason, I'm watching – It's I, what game was it? It's the final game. What, what did that series go to, seven, six? For what, the Stanley Cup? Yeah, yeah. I went against the Kings. Five. Uh, against the Kings, yeah. Five, five? Games. We lost in the Garden, yeah. I'm bad with numbers. Five. It's no, game we, five. Lost we just lost the Stanley Cup. I'm sitting there fucking miserable, but I'm, I'm there with, like, the nerdy kid in my class. Like, he's a nerd. Because I'm there for a, a, a class. And uh, he's a little fucking drunk because I'm driving. I'm sober as a judge. The soccer hooligans, who are all like six foot three, are fucking cheering on the Kings. And they're like, yeah, suck it, New York. Well, I'm minding my business. I'm not wearing any Rangers gear. I'm just, I'm minding my business. And my classmate decides to turn around and like pick a fight with them. 
And I'm like, shut the fuck up. There are six of them. There's two of us and you're a nerd. We're not fighting anybody right now. Like I'm 5'10", you're 5'9"-ish and not in good shape. They're all like 6'2", 6'3". Like, and there's six of them. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Luckily, the Buffalo Wild Wings staff stepped in and they were like, all right, everybody calm down. Soccer hooligans, get the fuck out. And uh, thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings, Fort Gordon, Georgia. Appreciate you. It's funny, dude. I was actually I was uh, at my cousin Brian's bachelor party down in Myrtle Beach during the uh, those games, and we were sitting in um, shit. What is the uh, Brazilian steakhouse down there? Rio's. We're sitting in the bar there watching the Ranger game, and the Rangers are getting the shit kicked out of them by the Kings. And I am just cursing up a storm. I am flipping out, and it's like maybe I don't know. 9 30 10 o'clock you know it's getting towards the, the end of the third period whatever and one of my cousin's uh uncles is like dude you need to calm down like there's families here and shit and i'm like do you think i give a fuck and i said it like for the whole restaurant to hear and he's like oh all right yeah fuck all these people i agree <laughs> i'm like irate absolutely irate i'm looking at myself right now and i look like 30 years older right now <laughs> When like, like, I had like, like they just like screwing me. You like that meme when they're like they show the 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 kid who went to World War One, and four years later his face is like so much older after four years. That's what you look like. That's after, after four four games in New York Ranger playoff hockey. <laughs> what are you trying to say, so, Dave? When the Rangers lost the Stanley Cup, I was fifteen, so I'm only twenty three. But um, you lucky bastard! Young, young I was going to say the same thing. Nah, I got I got a fractured spine, so it's not going too good. But anyway, damn fair. Uh, so we, uh, I'm watching the game. I'm with I'm with my dad. I'm a freshman in high school, and my grandpa's over. And my grandpa's just like, he's he's not really interested. He's more of a football fan, and he's kind of like dozing off. And it was, I mean, what time was it when they lost? It, it had to be like it, it had to be like one thirty in the morning or something. Yeah, because it went to overtime, and. Yeah. and my pulse had to be like 150 that night and I see it go and I relive that memory in my head every day. I run in the other room. I take, I was wearing a Brad Richards jersey. That's, that's how you know I should have worn something else, but (laughs) I rip it off. I throw it against the wall and I just start screaming like, like something tragic. I mean, something tragic did happen, but I was going to say, well, cause I'm like, before that, I'm also like, I'm a kid and I'm a Giants fan. So I only know what it feels like for my team to win the championship. I don't know what it feels like for them to lose. And I'm blowing my eyes out. And for some reason, I just got the energy to just sprint upstairs. Like I'm just, I'm just running all over the house. I don't know what to do with myself. And my mom hears me and she was asleep she, and she came down and for some odd reason, because I, I, had a very peaceful childhood she thought my dad hit me and she yeah. came down John! and and he's like what <laughs> and it was, it, 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 i i, I must have cried for two and a half hours that night why are you beating and, the kids and I'm, and I'm proud of it i i am like i look back on it and i've never met a sports fan or just i've the only other sports fans i've met that would do that are Rangers fans. Yeah. Let, I, listen, or just, just New Yorkers in general. 100%. Listen, I, I mean, I was lucky enough. We, us three were lucky enough to be around for the, uh, you know, the Rangers win in 94. And I was seven years old. 
I was supposed to wake up for school the next morning, you know, going into the with second overtime with the Devils, and my mother's giving my father shit, like, he's got to go to bed. Like, he's got to go to school in the morning. And my father's like, no, bullshit. He will remember this for the rest of his fucking life. He ain't moving. No one's going nowhere. I don't give a shit anymore. And I just, like, remember sitting there for the Matteau goal, like, oh, my God. And my father's like, you fucking see? Matteau's are good friends with my cousin. Really? Yeah. Like, I was at the game, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago with uh, with Ian, and uh, we heard somebody say, oh, Matteau's on the second floor, and Ian goes, oh, Jason's really good friends with him. We should go save hi. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to go, like, stalking Matteau right now. And I text message Jason, and I'm like, hey, uh, Matteau's here. He's like, yo, that's my people. Go over and say you know him. You know me. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to go over and fucking bother Stefan Matteau. Like, like, oh, my cousin's your friend. Oh, all, all fanboy and shit. Dude, Rangers are, like, not just Rangers, but hockey players in general are very approachable because, number one, they play a sport where they can beat the shit out of you most most times, even if they're not a fighter. They know how to throw Unless you're but- on the Rangers right now. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, sure. well I'm just saying, like, they're, they're very appro- approachable. They're not the flame. Fame doesn't go to their head. They're super cool. And it's like almost like that, that NFL thing where you wear a helmet the whole time. So when you get recognized, it's like, oh, shit, you know who I am? Especially when you're out of market. It's like they, yeah. they love it. You also yeah. got to bear in mind most hockey players are Canadian who are naturally nice. That's true. Okay. That's true. Yes, that is true. <laughs> but uh, I got to say, the thing that pissed me off the most about tonight and about this series, honestly, is – what TJ said about just not being nasty at all. Most other teams in the NHL, when they get their asses beat, if I remember right, Tuesday, on, on game two, Gallant put Reeves out there for the final like two and a half minutes of the game, three minutes of the game. Why? Because he yeah. expected the Penguins to get chippy because they got their asses beat. Right? Yeah. They don't have to worry about that with us. They're yeah. gonna. Our team is the only team that gets their asses just reamed out. And they don't get chippy. They don't get nasty. They don't take cheap shots. They bend over and ask for more. And it bothers me because if somebody would just sit there and cross-check somebody just to show me you're still alive and you care and you're frustrated instead of pouting like little bitches, it would make such a difference to me as a fan that they would know that I'm as enraged. Like they're as enraged as I am, except they can physically do something about it. Because I would make sure that Crosby couldn't walk again. Tell, if tell, I play, tell I, me right now. Tell me if I'm wrong. If Sean Avery was on this team with two minutes left, can you not see him skating straight through Domingue, putting him through the back of his net and going, oh, what? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Listen, and we talked about this. Just stir it up. I, I said it before. I, the teams that we hate have the agitators. They have players that are very talented that we don't like because of the style of play they have. The Brad Marshans of the world, the Sidney Crosbys of the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> we hate them because they're A, talented, and B, we just don't like their style at all. Right. We don't have that. We don't have one player on our team where other teams look at our team and go, I fucking hate that guy. Right. Like, there's nobody. Reeves is a fighter, and that's great. But he's not overly talented like somebody like Marshand or or Sidney Crosby, where he's and you know he's, split up point after point after point. And Reeves or, Reeves is not a goon. Reeves has respect for the game. He's not going to go pick a fight with a Marino or a little guy. He's you want to no drop reason. gloves with him, he'll shake your hand, he'll respect you for it, he'll he'll trade punches the right way, but he won't go goon it up and go elbow somebody behind that head and you know, he won't pull pretty much a Lucic out there. 
It's not. I, I would love I for fucking Lucci to be on the team right now. I would love some goon. I yeah, dude. I, I, I'm frustrated. Point, if you can't yeah. beat him, beat him. You you got to mix it up a little bit. You gotta you gotta light the fire somehow. And it, it's you, you think Carter running uh, uh, Shostarkin would have started the fire a little bit. You think they would have gotten nasty the next game, and at least somebody would have taken Carter's legs out from under him. But nothing. It's just like water under the bridge. No big deal. That's hockey. Like no, it's not hockey. You run the goalie because we're beating you. With two minutes left, that's not hockey. That's, hey, you're going to lose a couple more teeth. David, you were going to make a point. You were going to so, say something? I was going to say, like, you're bringing up Brad Marchand and, and Sidney Crosby's. You can even make the same case for Tom Wilson, who, as much as we hate him and I absolutely despise him, he, he's on the more talented side of hockey. He's, for a big I guy, yes. Think, yeah. I, I don't think – like with Reeves, it's like you almost know that he's about to handle the puck because he charges right into the puck every time. He's never delicate with the puck. Right. And you can almost see that it's going to be him. And I know a lot of people, they think like, I mean, at least people that I've watched, like, I've watched the game with, they confuse Miller and Reeves a lot just because same number. They're built kind of the same. And But someone like Tom Wilson, he can handle the puck. And how many goals did he have this year? He had Quite a few, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely right. more than Reeves. Listen, he, he definitely has the offensive talent where Reeves, I mean, he might threaten the, the net every once in a while, but he's more of keep it along the boards, keep it moving, try to keep it down in the offensive zone, but make people pay the price when they go to get it out. Right, exactly. And I, I and love Reeves. I just I just want to point out, I love Reeves. Yeah, absolutely. So do I. He does his it's job. Just, yeah, he, he does. He, Essentially, he does his job, and you get exactly what you paid for with him, and that's what we needed to start this year. But, I mean, when all of our stars are lacking, I mean, Panarin game one was completely lost. Zibanejad's been lost this entire series. Um, Kreider, I would say, is having like a B-minus effort in there. He's getting involved, but not as involved as you would expect him to be, especially having 50-something goals this year. It's like – it, it, it seems like everybody's kind of lost, and the only way the Rangers are going to win a game is if they grind it out and spread spread the offense around. And that's not what you want to see. You want to see that first line just chipping away at the net and just barraging. I mean, we're making this dude look like Patrick Waugh, and it's not even funny. It's like sickening. It's not. I, don't, I wouldn't even use the word lost. The word I would use is scared. They look scared out there. They are getting yeah. bullied out there. They are literally getting bullied – by a team that we absolutely owned in the regular season. Because we have we have the size advantage, we have the age advantage, and yet we're we're letting them beat us to the puck and just not attacking anymore. And it's like, why? What 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 happened? Like I understand when in the first two games they got a little quick with the whistle and then they backed off the hitting aspect of the game. That made sense. But this game, they didn't even try. It seemed like they were just flat and dead, and there was just no energy whatsoever. I don't understand it. Yeah. All, all I can say is that I, I'm i not going to say that the series is over, but if, if they don't wake up and they don't realize where they're playing in game five, which I, I want them to realize, especially these younger guys, where they're playing. Because as a kid going to the Garden – and realize, and once, like, you're a kid, because as when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I'm at a hockey game. This is great. I'm seeing, like, my favorite Rangers play and whatnot. But as you get a little bit older, you realize 
where you are watching that game. You are in the world's most famous arena. Yep. Every single hockey player wants to end up playing there, whether it's for the home team or the road team. They want to make it to somewhere like that, and they need to realize that they get to play a Game 5 playoff. They're lucky they even get to play a Game 5 playoff game there at this point. They yeah. are lucky. Because uh, dude, absolutely. At this, the, the team I saw tonight, they didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. I'm sorry, but they, they didn't. They are Listen. not playing like a playoff team, and they are not – they are not – they're just embarrassing the Rangers fan base at this point because I really wish I, – I mean, I know this is far-fetched, but I wish they would realize that the fan base that they have behind us or that they have behind them because I don't, I don't really see any other, like, Twitter fan base, Instagram fan base, like the Rangers fan base in, the, in all of the NHL. I really don't. I agree with that. I, I, I'll tell you Where right the, now that – there's no other fan base dropping four hundred dollars for a ticket all the way up in the rafters for for a first Absolutely round playoff not. game. That's for shit, sure. No. Absolutely not. That was, I already said that I w- I was going to take out a personal bank loan if they made the Stanley Cup, and I was going to try to get my leave approved. And if it wasn't approved, I was just going to go. And <laughs> the consequences. But we are going to FTR failure to report. It's not that exactly exactly. I know we usually. We usually keep the recaps kind of short, so we're running out. We're almost at 30 minutes here, so we're going to just go around the room real quick. Game five predictions or keys to the game five to hopefully get a Rangers win to keep the series moving back to Pittsburgh. We'll go around the horn here. TJ? Uh, I would say I hope to God that Lingren plays. I really do. The Rangers need a boost of energy, and I think he could supply it. He could definitely supply the nasty. So I really hope he comes back. I really hope he's at least close to 90 to 100% if he does make a return because he seems like one of those guys that has no problem playing injured and telling the coach, hey, yeah, Gallant, I'm good. No problem when, like, he has a foot that's hanging out by his asshole and just, you know, (laughs) ready to fall off. I think that I will say this right now, and it's not even a bold prediction. It's just a fact. If the Rangers have one more period like they played tonight, they're out of it. It's over. They the Mm the Penguins will just take advantage and score three or four, and the Rangers will not bounce back from it. They got to come out like they did game one and game two and just have that fire, that tenacity, that grit, and they got to want it. And it just – they got to show that they want it. They got to show the fans that they want it because, you know what, the fans absolutely deserve their best, and tonight we did not get their best. Nick, I think we – honestly, just need to show up on defense. And I, I tweeted it out earlier today. Games like tonight is what happens when you expect to play no defense whatsoever, but you expect your goalie to be the greatest goalie in the history of hockey. I don't put this game on. Listen, yeah, Igor has got to show up, but Igor has shown up every single game this season, all right, and saved them from not making the playoffs. Because he's, how many times this year did we say, oh, he's standing on his head? Yep. How many times? All the time. I mean, Going into tonight's game, he'd given up a lot of goals for this series, but his save percentage was still .987. That's ridiculous. Explain yeah. how we're losing this series and his save percentage is .987, but Deming, Deming's save percentage is .907, and we're losing. It's because they allow 70 goals, like 70 shots on goal, and he can only stop so many. Like, if you don't win the shots on goal, you're probably not going to win. It's just a fact. When you give up 45, 50 shots on goal per game and you're only taking 20, you're going to lose. It's going to happen. 
you know, so they need to step up and they need to help their goalie out. Like it, it he's a great goalie by all, by no stretch of the imagination. Am I sitting here saying he's not good? And a lot of people are sitting there go, oh, he's a regular season goal. He's not good in the playoffs. His no, defense is not helping him at all. We've only had one defender that actually is playing solid defense. And he didn't play today, and that, and that was Miller. And we saw it. That's why we lost by so much. Miller didn't play his top game tonight, which, Neither hey, bound to happen. But, but Fox, honestly, top defense, I haven't seen it. He's been good on the offense, on the forecheck. He's been good. But nobody on the Rangers, except for maybe Miller, has been good on the back check. Yeah. And I we learned that. from Aves himself, forecheck, back check, paycheck. All right? So – they need to step up and they need to do something in both, on, on all on all grounds. They need to Dave. start drawing some damn power plays. Yeah, Dave. Final thoughts. So I told TJ this before when we were down, and I was trying to give him a little bit of faith. Uh, you just got to picture it like this: you're coming home from the bar, you can't get an Uber, you're walking home, all you want to do is pass out in a bush, wake up in the morning, hit up a Waffle House, but you push on, you make it home to that leftover pizza in the fridge that is glorious and way better than Waffle House. And you just push through until you're home. And, you know, I'm just going to say it right now. Rangers and seven. I still believe it. I still believe it. Because uh, Igor's going to wake up. There is no way that he just brought us this far and he's just going to, and he's going to let, he's going to let it slide because there is so much that he hasn't let slide this year. That this is the last thing he wants to do. And he's going to come out. He's going to make Deming look like the AHL goalie that he is. The defense is going to come out. Fox is going to come out. Miller is going to come out. I pray to God Lindgren's back. And if he is back, he's going to come out and rock the absolute shit out of someone. The kid line is going to keep performing. Zibanejad's going to wake up. Panarin's going to wake up. And Kreider's going to wake up. And if they don't, this whole season was a disappointment. It really was. Because they did all that for nothing if they can't do that in one single game. I, I, I agree. agree. I, I agree. I agree 100. And I, I always said, I said like this year is one of those years where it's you're either going to the Stanley Cup or you're going to feel like you absolutely wasted the best year of Kreider's career. Yeah, I agree with you. Just my so my final thoughts to wrap this one up. I'm not giving up, boys. <laughs> this is pep talk time. Rangers in seven. Rangers in seven. History repeats itself. It's 2014 all over again, baby. Get ready for it. Do not give up on this team, okay? Igor is going to come around. I agree with you. Mika, eh, I don't really trust him right now. <laughs> but I, I still trust everybody team. because look at the – you got to look back. Yeah, you got to look at it. I know, I as get it. As much as this hurts, you got to look back at what they gave us this year. Yeah. It wasn't for nothing. But I'm not giving up. I gave up tonight because I, I wanted to watch some Ozark and catch up on that final season. But <laughs> I, gave up to watch Bre- I gave up to watch Breaking Bad, so – there you go. And that doesn't matter. They, they fucking give him six to two. I ain't watching anymore of that. But anyway, Rangers in seven. I think we got to keep up right now. We were this is like a therapy session. We're all getting our vent out. We're coming back uh, Wednesday night, and we're gonna be ready, ready to roll, ready to rock and roll. Get your bourbons ready. First period, second period, third period. Bourbon all day. Bourbon right, every single Rangers. period, boys. Pre-game beers, third period bourbon. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go. I hope you boys check, are right. Back check, paycheck. I, I got a bottle of Blanton sitting right up there just waiting to crack it on a game seven against there the you Penguins. Go. I got a bottle of Eagle Rare that's already halfway done, and I bought it at the beginning of the series. Beauty. <laughs> I guess I'll have to break open this bottle of bullet I got. Yeah, you do. I have to go pick up some more. I'm telling bullet. you. 
full of bourbon. The more the better. And my dad will be proud. Yeah, definitely. But all right, Dave, stick around. We're going to talk to you after we wrap this thing up. Boys, as always, let's go Rangers. Let's hope this thing uh, gets turned around a little bit. Uh, Tough, tough day, but let's have the intro play us out because I know Nick loved it so much. Let's get Mick angry again. (laughs) Thank you for joining us again for this game uh, game four recap. We will see you again, hopefully, at the game five win. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.